Battle of the Hotel Chambles. No, there's no battle. It's Guan. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Anyang SAO, welcome to Afternoon of Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, romance novelists, and your K Romance guides. So grab some deck bokey and listen to your new favorite unease. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. How was uh, everyone's fourth? Hot. Did any of you guys do anything? We, so it was like 90 degrees in Chicago. Yeah, it was hot. For the fourth, which is the hottest it's gotten in a while. And we, it's like a humid heat. And the kids and I actually uh, braved six flags because, Ooh. yeah, I felt bad. My 14 year old son had tried twice to go with a friend and it fell through like two times. And he's, out of my two kids, he's the one who hasn't, like, he doesn't have a super busy summer. He just wants to do fun stuff. And, and this fell through, like, twice for him. So I was like, how about if I take you guys to Six Flags? And they have fireworks and everything. And they're like, yeah. I don't want to talk about the cost to go to Six Flags for a day. But I, I do want to say that I'm. it was, like, a, a $50 difference between paying to go for one day and getting a season pass to be able to go multiple times until Labor Day. Oh, my gosh. So I erred on the side of caution or whatever, and I got the season pass because I'm like, you go twice and it's worth it. So we get there. It's so hot. I'm sweating in places where I've never sweat before. There's no lines. Everybody must there's everybody must have been at the um, the water park, Hurricane <gasps> Harbor. Oh, right. Because there were yeah. so many cars. So there were no oh. lines. So we walk right onto the first roller coaster. It's great. They go to their second roller coaster that I don't go on. It's great. But then they're so hot, they want to take a break and, like, have a hot pretzel. So we do that. And then Sydney still is too hot, my daughter. And so she wants to chill in the shade for a little bit. So I tell Connor that I'll go on the next roller coaster with him. And we go to walk on because it says on the app that there's no wait. And there's a worker standing there with, uh, like, it's roped off. All the roller coasters are closed right now because there's lightning in the area. And, like, I look around and there's no storm. Like anywhere, <laughs> but they've had reports. The sky's like a little bit dark in one area. Long story short, is we waited for about an hour and they still hadn't lifted the lightning thing. And so we ended up leaving after being there for three hours because it was 90 degrees. We were sweating buckets and we couldn't go on any rides. And so we weren't going to just wait and hope that like four hours later there'd be fireworks. Right. So we left and my son was like, Aren't you glad you paid for the season pass now and not for the one day? Because one, okay, one day with parking for the three of us would have been $170. Mm -hmm. $170 for just one day, and we would have gone on two rides. And he he was like, if you didn't get the season pass, he's like, I would have had to get a job to pay that that (laughs) after three hours. I'm like, yeah, you would have. Um, So, yes, that was our fourth. So we came home, and we can see our town's fireworks from – his bedroom window. So then we just sat in the air conditioning and watched the fireworks later that night. We went and got Froyo, went home, and then watched fireworks. You got your Froyo. We got Froyo. <laughs> that was our day. But yeah, it was I I don't understand. Like I have relatives who are in like the Phoenix, Scottsdale area and it's like hundred and seventeen degrees right now and I don't know how you live like that. <laughs> Tell me, Phoenix Scottsdale listeners, how do you live like that? I don't know how. It is a drier heat, but it's still hot as hell. Stop it. Stop it. I know. People I say, say it's a dry it's heat. Hot as hell. I hate that means nothing when it's 117. I know. I don't I care how freaking dry it is. 117 <laughs> is 117. It will still burn your skin off. Yes. How about Pennsylvania? How did you welcome freedom? 
Uh, so it's, it was actually my nephew's birthday party. Uh, so his birthday is July 2nd. So we always have his birthday party on July 4th. And so two years ago, my sister-in-law, okay. <laughs> Pennsylvania used to outlaw most fireworks. And then like two years ago, I guess their priority of all the things in Pennsylvania was let's legalize like everything, like every firework known to man. Like, the really dangerous ones, just fuck it. Like, everyone can just, Joe Schmo can just set it off in his backyard. Who cares? So now there's, like, I mean, everyone is setting off fireworks on the 4th. And so two years ago at my nephew's birthday party, my (laughs) sister-in-law did not tell us that she was, like, setting off fireworks on the side of the house. And we, like, went over to investigate me and, like, my two kids. I didn't know what was going on over there. The whole firework box that she had fell over shot directly at us directly and i am like i am scared of fireworks like i'm just gonna be honest here like i'll go see them but like i don't want i don't even want sparklers no i don't don't want to do them in the yard i want professionals to do it so it shot it hit hazel like one of the sparks hit hazel in the arm she's yelling like i'm hit i'm hit (laughs) hazel's my 10 year old daughter like she acts like she's in a war zone like she's like screaming that she's like hit which it was fine she had a little mark on her arm and my sister-in-law's like it's fine it's fine i'm like you literally shot you just shot my kid on fire you lit lit my kid on fire you shot fireworks at us it's not fine (laughs) so i'll never let this go because like my 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 brother-in-law's like why do you always bring that up i'm like i'll be talking about how she shot fireworks at us on my deathbed like are you kidding me like i don't let these things go at like in a joke i'm not way. a robot and the day that she shot fireworks yeah like you, i will continually right because already this is a two-year-old story that she's telling it's you a asked, two-year-old you asked story. what she did for the fourth and she's telling you what happened two years ago <laughs> no exactly i was I like why didn't you talk about this on the pod two years ago yeah so uh we left before she shot off the fireworks this year and it's the same way we live um off of our deck uh there's kind of like a valley and then um like a ridged area we you know i live in pennsylvania it's very hilly here so kind of like all along that like ridge you can see people setting off you can see fireworks that people are setting off um from like their houses and they just kind of shoot up between the trees and it's really cool so that's what we did last night we literally just watched everyone else shooting off uh fireworks and it was very enjoyable do like towns by you guys like do like have their own like fireworks display yeah did your town have one they did on sunday which we like drove by it that's the one we used to go to but they uh, they had it on sunday instead of the fourth and we did actually drive by it 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 was like we were literally right beside them it was pretty cool but yeah what about you leah so if there was like the grinch who stole christmas but it was fourth of july version i think that's what i'm like morphing into like i just don't really care and so look i wanted to do something for the youngest because i was like okay this is like a holiday event like i'm not in the past i've made like a flag cake i'm like i'm not doing that but like i'll do we're gonna do something so we went to the state park near our house which has like an old tiny day basically oh and we walked around we saw like a little parade that had like the votes for women you know the suffragette stuff and we looked at some goats and we walked inside some old tiny houses and uh had some good fun that my husband approved of like the kids got to do uh jump around in a burlap sack (laughs) 
they blew bubbles with like wood did and did, rope. Did they do soap carpet? Was, was like, was there any sort of whittling going on? <laughs> there was no whittling. There were stilts, and there was a hoop toss. And I'm apparently very good at hoop tossing, which I did not know. And there was like acapella singers, like Aww. on a stage on top of like hay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, very Americana. And then fireworks are banned in the whole county. I mean, like we're a not this is not California, right? Not a not safe place. To, yeah. yeah. And so it's banned for the whole county. It stops no one. Um, and so uh-huh. basically, I stayed in home and edited a book. And my husband and son drove around to look at illegal fireworks being shot off. I didn't even look out the window because even though I'm not a good pet owner, my dog is terrified of fireworks. Right. And so I feel bad when I see an animal in like fucking agony and it's like shaking and dying over the fact that there's these fireworks. So I turned on like very loud Enya-like music. And edited a Christmas book and let my dog just sit there and, like, shake itself out while I pretended, like, while I was just, like, you know, petting it and being nice to it. And the cat just slept through the whole thing. You keep saying it. 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 Her. Her. (laughs) Look, I gave her my pillow. I I gave the dog my pillow. It eventually was too stressed out and rejected it. But I sat with the dog. And then, and then, okay. And then, because, look, this is, like, where I'm going with all of this. Because we have an unregulated firecracker industry that stresses out animals, my my son is dog-sitting a boxer and sleeping at the house while the neighbors are gone. The dog was stressed, so they were giving it snacks. The dog overate, and boxers have, like, sensitive stomachs. I learned at 3.45 a.m., thanks to Google, after here, my son called me, saying he had thrown up four times and was now just, like, whimpering and panting because oh, no. he'd eaten too many. He stress ate too much. So thank you. That's, like, Fourth of July is just, like, pets in terror. And since I'm surrounded by animals, I'm just forced to, like, deal with it. So I'm just a grump about it. Well, I don't – there were people – so I, we have cats. And you want to know – do you, do you want to know if cats care about fireworks? Because they don't. They don't give a single Yeah, my mine, cat didn't give a Mine were like, scared. Mine oh, were really? actually scared, yeah. Oh, mine don't care. No, mine didn't even wake up. Mine just laid there sleeping. But cats will hide. I feel like dogs sort of just like... Yeah, they didn't... Yeah, they, they didn't like go crazy. Like, they yeah. just... But there were people setting off fireworks. I mean, right down the street from us. And I'm... T- they were so freaking loud. I <laughs> I even said to my husband, I was like, I bet everyone with dogs down the, on that street is so mad. Because... <laughs> Every dog in that in the neighborhood is probably so freaked out. It was so loud because I mean they were setting off. I mean it looked like township fireworks. I'm like, where are they buying this? And also like, who was spending? I mean, they had to have spent a thousand dollars on fireworks. At it least, was at least insanity what they were what they were. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I enjoyed them. So thanks. <laughs> Without paying for, them. I didn't even. I haven't even seen a firework this season. I just hear them. I haven't even I haven't even gone to the window to look out. I'm just like fuck you. It's funny because my kids they like they like run from like the front window to the back window, front window to the back window because they were like out. You know what I mean? So the kids were like going back and forth. It was cute. Hmm. I mean, I said I like looking at fireworks, but yeah, they freak me out. They just they just do, and I don't want my kids getting hit with fireworks again. Thank you, sister in law. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast, but if she did, she'd know I was. I also just do it to like be annoying to her. That's why I keep bringing it up, because it's annoying. And I like to be annoying. (laughs) It's a family. (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyway, Speaking I think we talked about the fourth and fireworks. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, today's kind of fun. Um, because <laughs> she was trying to do a segue there. Speaking no, of thread fireworks, the needle. yeah, thread the needle. Speaking of fireworks, make it fit. Make oh, your segue me? fit. Yeah, you. Yeah, you jumped in. Oh, I wasn't gonna make it fit. I was just gonna just. I wasn't gonna ignore do it. it. Leah was throwing you a bone to segue. Oh, oh you want me to finish speaking? Speaking. You of jumped fireworks? in. You jumped in. I said speaking of fireworks, um, and you were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a segue that's speaking of fireworks? no i was just gonna see who jumped in oh i was just gonna kind of ignore it and keep going <laughs> i wasn't gonna actually do a wordplay um speaking of fireworks we have fireworks between two couples that we're gonna talk about there you there go there you go there we go low-hanging fruit yeah i know <laughs> that was really <laughs> pathetic um but yeah we're going to do the Battle of the Rom-Coms today. Uh, it's July, and it seems like the two dramas at the top of everyone's watch list are See You in My 19th Life and King the Land. So for today, we watched the first episode of each drama, and we're ready to give you our thoughts on each of them. Both are romantic comedies, but they, they do vary in tone. And while we know that comparing two dramas isn't always necessarily, like, fair or easy, um, you know, they're not the same drama. We know that. We're just kind of doing this in good fun. It's just how we feel after watching the first episode of each. Yeah, just what we think. But it's fun to kind of... Pit them against gimmick. each other. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? We need a topic, and the gimmick is the battle of the rom-coms, okay? I, we think it's kind of catchy. Just enjoy. <laughs> So here is a brief synopsis of uh, both and the main actors. First up, we have King the Land. Graceful, charismatic, intelligent, and chic, the heir of King Group, Gu Wan, played by Lee Jun Ho, has everything but memories of his mother. In an attempt to recover his memory, he returns to King Hotel. Known as King Hotel's queen of smiles and hospitality, Chan Sorong, played by Im Yuna, worked her way up from the front desk to now work at the glamorous King the Land space where she meets Guan. See you in my 19th life. Ban Jium, played by Shin Hae-sun, has an extraordinary ability. She can remember the memories of all her past lives. Repeating her reincarnation for nearly a thousand years, Ban Jium has been living her lives diligently. In her 18th life, living as Yoon Ju-won, when she's 12 years old, she meets a boy a few years younger than her named Moon Seha, played by An Bohyun, and they become very close. When Ju Wan's 18th life is cut short by a tragic accident, also involving Moon Seha, she sets out to reconnect with the people of her past life, particularly him, in her current one. Yet Moon Seha, now an adult, has closed himself off to relationships after losing too many people he loved. But things start to change when his life intersects with a strange new woman, Ban Jiam, who comes to work for his hotel. So first, let's do kind of a rapid fire battle. So first up, which drama has the best opening sequence? So I went with King the Land on this one. I, I really like both of the openings, but King the Land, I thought, had a better sense of story in the opening sequence. Like I, I knew kind of what this drama was about which for me contrasted the first episode. 
And for me, I went with My 19th Life. Um, or See You in My 19th Life. Is that the name? I, yeah, can't, yeah. I can never get the title for this yeah, one. I, know. I just it's kept long. writing 19th Life because it's so long. Um, and simply because I like the animation better. I just didn't like the animation as much in King of the Land. Yeah, I liked, um, I liked 19th Life as well. We can shorten it to 19th Life. We can, yeah, they know what I we mean, mean. Yeah, it's a lot to say see you in my 19th Life every time. It is. And what's funny is that I kept, when I was, like, writing the script, I kept mistyping. So I had, like, 10th Life. <laughs> like, kept... We can shorten it to, to King for for the one and 19th Life for the other. <laughs> well, King the Land's easier to, to say. But I still don't understand what King, I will say this. I don't know what King the Land means. Does, does no. that, Okay. Like, is anyone clear on what that's referring to? No. It's just, mm-hmm. okay. just want to make sure I wasn't missing something because that. I mean, King wouldn't... is the name, right? It's like King Group. King's it's... name of the hotel. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, it's like King Hotel or something. Um. Okay, so which drama has the best hero or heroine introduction? So I added this question because <laughs> I just needed to talk about King the Land and Guwan parachuting in <laughs> his three-piece suit. Like, literally parachuting into his first day as an intern at the hotel um, because he's rushing back from Jeju, only to land on the top of the wrong building. I thought that was awesome. Well, it's great, too, because he, like, the shot is very cool. The parachute comes down in slow-mo, and then he's taking off his helmet, and he looks incredible. Like, Jun Ho, you are something yes. else. But even he while so he's good. parachuting, he's like got his hands behind his. Head. Oh yeah, <laughs> like he's doing all these like total like boss ass poses like while he's free falling. Yeah. So for me, I went with for the heroine. See you in my nineteenth life. Just because I thought there was a mystery there, but I want to say that like while the mystery of like the fact like you immediately find out she's living all these lives is interesting. I do want to give a shout out to, there was something I found very affecting about King the Land and the moment where we see the heroine walk into her job interview with perfect shoe posture, even though she lost a heel. That was good. I just, I really loved it. That was good. Um, And then, yeah, I went with the King the Land hero simply because it was the more interesting of the two. Yeah. But I will say it felt a little silly. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it mean, definitely set the tone. Like, yeah. I mean, duh. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same as Leah. I, it's really, it's just, I love Shin Hei Sun. And the introduction of her, and um, I appreciated that kind of right away. They were like, look, this is who she is. She, you know, she remembers her past lives, and she looks incredible. And I, she is just such a presence on screen. I just love her so much. Um, okay, and so which drama had the best meet-cute? So that's, uh, you know, when they meet for the first time. So I went with 19th Life on this one, even though, like, really they they meet when they're kids. But I think, like, I loved how it was, like, sweet and playful. Like, he's in his swimming pool, and she's just kind of watching him. And she's standing there in her nice dress, and he pulls her into the pool. And he's kind of being, like, a sullen little brat, but she actually, like kind of smiles to herself because she's been living all of these lives and it's getting kind of monotonous and she's like finally somebody's here to like shake things up and I thought it was really cute that they had that meet cute when they were kids yeah I hear that and I'm gonna just say I just 
when people meet as kids, I'm just not. It's not my fave. It's just not my fave. It's not my preference. That's fair. It's like when Megan sees a school outfit. <laughs> when I have a meet cute in their children, I'm like, meh. Yeah. It's just not for yeah, me. Yeah, but I was just choosing That's that fair. over diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to say the meet cute in King of the Land is actually not. It's diet. I know it's it's in the it's, it's in going the club. to be when she is working in the health club yes. and there's a pervy pervert who tries to riz her up, and she comes out all offended and she mistakes the hero for the rizzer, the dirty rizzer, and he's on a treadmill and so she's trying to be like, "Yo, listen to me," and he's got his headphones in and he's not paying any attention. And so she just turns up the treadmill super high <laughs> and he can't keep up and he just flies off. How of he it. has his teeth still after that? Like, <laughs> look, he flies off. Like, I have to be honest, that hurt. Like, yes. <laughs> so I liked it. I thought it was cute, even though it's like, it's a meet. They basically go for two meet cutes. Yes, they do. In the, in the opening, because we have that and then we have like a time jump. But I prefer that to children as my personal taste so that's fair i'm gonna say my 19th life uh so but it's more for how they meet again as a like i right, feel it's like faded also it's faded mates well I, yeah i also feel like they had two meet cutes as well because they had like one when they were kids and the adults so i love um obviously she like knew she had lived you know 18 lives when she met moon soha uh, when he was a kid. And at one point she says, you know, what do you want to come back as in your next life? And he says, I want to come back as a turtle. Um, I like this turtle that's in the aquarium at my mom's hotel where his mom was a manager and or a director. Or Doesn't he say that he was a turtle in his past life? Oh, yeah. He says because he like he, right. like, his mom said to him because he's such a good swimmer. She's like, you must have been a turtle in your past. Oh, life. OK, that's it. Yeah. And so when they see each other, uh, like, again, as adults uh, for the first time, they're both looking at the aquarium um, from either side because it's an aquarium that's, like, in the middle of the lobby. And, like, the like the little turtles swimming and the fish part and their eyes meet through the water. And I just uh, – my heart fluttered. I mean, it was one of those, like – I love like, that. It's like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, you're right. And I just, uh, I just loved it. An Bo Hyun has this just, for such like a manly guy, he just has this like sad, vulnerable look to to him that he does like very well. It's like he's taking a sad shower even when he's not in the shower. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I love that. So that was probably. Yeah. I like yeah. the framing of that. Yeah, and I even like it again when she, that, you know, at the very end of the episode, that's when she sees him again in the hotel. Uh, at the pool. She's, oh, at the pool too, but at the very end is when she's applying for the job. And they meet in his office and she's interviewing for a job at the hotel. And uh, I like that. Um. Okay, and which, oh, which drama has the best chemistry between the leads? Again, this is only episode one. Right, only episode so, one. Right, now. I'll jump in. I, I'm going to say, I didn't find chemistry either place. That's so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going with none here. Like if I'm going to have to rank it, we barely had a connection with King of the Land, so no. And with the other one, I just wasn't feeling it yet. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to. I just would say for me, I was no chemistry. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree with you, but also, 
I have the anticipation of the chemistry in See You in My 19th Life because I know what their relationship was when they were kids. And so I feel like I feel like it was there and it will be there. In yeah, in King of the Land, there's no chance for there to be chemistry yet. But that to be said, I mean, we know that there's like a whole bunch of different tropes that we can expect from of that course. Chem- from that. Of course. So. Oh my god. Yeah. And Lee Jun Ho is he's gr- I mean, yeah, he is perfect table. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say uh, see you in my nineteenth life because I did feel like a little bit of chemistry there, but I also agree it's early days in the first yeah. episode, and they didn't give us a lot of romance uh, necessarily um, in either. Um, okay, so what do we think about the humor uh, in each drama, and which one are we going with? <laughs> I don't think there's any humor in see you in my nineteenth life, really. Yeah, there's like, a little bit. I mean, there's a little bit of like lightheartedness, but I, I, I do mm-hmm. think that King of the Land goes, goes for the, the laugh, even, even if I'm not there for the, I'm usually there for potty humor, but this one I, I don't like, I don't like putting the heroine in that kind of a compromising position. Yeah, so we get to the end of King of the Land, the first episode, and yeah, the heroine is essentially like on the toilet with diarrhea and in his room. In- in his room in the hotel and he catches her. Okay. I mean, there's more to it, but then we're just simplifying. And as I was watching that, I was like, Amy's not going to like this. <laughs> no. I, I was like, Amy's not going to like that. This is how they're like making eye contact for like the first time. <laughs> While she's like running hunched over, like trying to do her job because well, she's going to no, shit let's herself. Be honest. She wasn't in a high state of anxiety when they met. I will say she was playing with the frosted glass feature, which right, she was relieved, right? She was relieved, but she was pants she down was taking, on the toilet. But she was taking, she was taking her sweet time. I was like, of course, you know, yeah, I was like, if you're get gonna, out of there. Yeah. You're gonna shit and run. yeah. She was there just playing with the fixtures. Yeah. Like shit and get off the pot. Like when they did the, <laughs> when they did the, um, the, what do you call it? The, the food poisoning thing. And I'm not a robot. That I found funny because she's a robot, so she's not supposed to, like, stink up the bathroom. (laughs) And then she does. This was just, like, gratuitous. Let's put her, like, let's give her explosive diarrhea, and that's how he's (laughs) going to meet her. And I was like, no. Like, don't. I don't want gratuitous diarrhea. Look, I'm not not going to go to the mats over this. I am going to say I was surprised that in the end, I walked away from King of the Land so much more pleasantly surprised than I expected to be. And compared to Amy, like, I was like, it landed for me. But the humor, like, so I found humor, I mean, the toilet humor is just never going to be, like, it for me, but it wasn't a deal breaker at that point. The treadmill was funny. I did find that funny. I really liked, so I really liked, like, the friend stuff. And so I liked how, like, you saw the friends all with, like, the little girl at, like, the you know, indoor play area. And then like the lights come, the it's reminiscent of the club. Yes. <laughs> when yep. like the lights go out and you see them all like kind of like dancing. To baby, to baby shark. shark. Baby yeah. shark. But they're like living their best club. Like, I just, I don't know. I appreciated it. It was fun for me. It just felt easy and breezy. Yeah. So I do want to mention that, because I think this is interesting, is that um, Sarong's friend uh, Kim Ga-un, so not Go-un, but Ga-un. Um, so she is also in Because This Is My First Life, and she is a, again, a bestie to the heroine. So this is like, yep. <laughs> this is like her role, I guess. But so in um, King the Land, 
she in the very beginning, she's like, oh, I'm never getting married. I don't want to get married. And then she gets then she gets married because there's like a time jump and has a kid. And in because this is my first life, this is not a spoiler, but her main thing is she wants to get married and have a kid. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's kind of just like this uh, this actress is playing these like two different roles. I just think it's interesting. But yeah. and she's lovely. She has such oh she's just so pretty i love her mm-hmm. in both of these roles i do love the friend situation i think that, that ah, it's very fun and and i i believe them as friends you know what i mean like i just mm-hmm. they're they're yeah. very cute together i always love when friends are like happy for you with your in a in a k-drama i do love when obviously the conversations aren't always revolving around like the romance so mm-hmm. i did love the friendship moments that were that were around like supporting each other through their stressful jobs and, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say, obviously, King, that's the only thing about this. See, in my 19th life has funny moments, for sure. Uh, but King of the Land, I think, is a much more straight rom-com, more probably in the vein of, like, business proposal. And I did, I did like the humor. I thought it was, I thought there were, like, there are moments that I could tell they threw in just for humor. And that's not how See You in My 19th Life is written, for sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But on the opposite end, okay, so which drama pulled through to tug on your heartstrings the most in episode one? I mean, see you in my 19th life. 100%. Like, it's, yes. there's, I mean, there's some big tragedy in, in the episode. And there's, I mean, there's, it's not just the accident, you know, that she gets in when her 18th life, you know, ends. But it's also, you know, when she is reborn and as, like, a 10-year-old kid she goes and finds her niece, who is played by uh, Cha Chung-Hua, who we love from everything that she's in. <laughs> and, you know, she's like this 10-year-old kid who is born into an abusive family. Um, her mom left. Her dad's, you know, a gambler and steals all her money because she's like this talented kid who he's like exploiting because she knows like every instrument in every language because she's been living for a thousand years. Um, Mm -hmm. And she seeks out her niece from her former life um, when she was an uncle (laughs) (laughs) to, like, get some money to, like, get by and go and find, you know, uh, I'm forgetting all the names, go and find Soa to see if he's, you know, if he's still alive. And I just, I love that scene between her and her niece and like being able to reveal that she was the uncle by giving all this information from, you know, when, um, when her niece was a child and now she's a grown woman, um, you know, running like a snack shop. So yeah, I just, that tugged at my heartstrings, the accident tugged at my heartstrings, her like making sure that, that Soa was still alive, you know, when she came back and she found his house and found him sitting in the window, like all these things just like, it's going to be an angsty drama, and I think that's just kind of what I want right now. Mm-hmm. So it worked for me. Yeah, and it's worth and it's worth noting that Shin Hei Sun and Cha Chung Hua were uh, together in Mr. Queen. They were Mama. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, so many scenes together. I, I mean, all three of us love them together. Yes. Like their mm-hmm. relationship of uh, you know Queen to her servant. She was a like a maid servant, right? Cha mm-hmm. Chung Hua. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was just such a neat relationship. So it's really cool to see them together again in this drama. And they still have like a wonderful chemistry with each other. You know, 
they're fantastic. But yeah, I mean, I obviously feel the same way as, as you, Amy. I already was like, oh man, this one's going to get me. This one's really going to get me and uh, made me excited for what was to come. And I think you're finally going to get your Ambohyun HEA. I mean, God, like, just don't get him shot in the head. I don't think we're going to get that in this. No, show. I think this is, this feels like a. I know. But yeah. it, but it oh could take God. an interesting twist, right? Finally. Because, because Shin Hae-san's character could die. Because, you know, she's this past yeah. life rememberer person. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I just Maybe need, he'll, yeah. I just need him to live, to be honest. Right. Right now, the bar is so low. <laughs> I just well, then he it. probably won't live, and they'll reconnect in, like, you know, life 20. He lives in, in her private life. <laughs> yeah, when he realizes he can't fuck his In a sister. sad shower. So I did, I, I did want to mention, I did get a message from, I forget, I think it was Sarah from Afternoon Asks. I can't remember. Someone messaged me and was like, An Bo Hyun, or maybe it was someone on Patreon, An Bo Hyun takes another shower in see you in my 19th life and it happens later uh than the first episode but i'm just saying he takes we get another shower scene but this time he's like smirking so it's not a sad shower so we've Mm. up we've upgraded to to smirking shower and i'm really happy and he's not wearing a towel in the shower like he's not Uh, well an alien shower we only kind of get like bust up but um Mm. but he's he's not wearing a shirt thank thank you on bohyun i mean if you're gonna hire on bohyun like find a reason to take a shower. Why off. are you putting yeah. him in clothes? That's yeah. all there is to it. Um, I'm not and heartstrings, I mean, yeah, nineteenth life. Yeah. King of the Land is not crushing your heartstrings in season or a show one. No. Um, yeah, and so which has the best hotel chable? Because that is uh that is the deals. Both of these, the the hero, uh mm-hmm. the male lead is a hotel chable. Mm-hmm. Battle of the Hotel Chables. No, there's no battle. It's Guan. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm never going... See, so here's the, one of the reasons why this King Land landed for me so much is I also really love... Now that I like office dramas, because, you know, like that was my awakening in the last like two to three years was knowing I like office dramas, is I also like when there's like a secret identity happening and even though this was a very short one i like that he was like an intern for like a second (laughs) and essentially gets condescended to his identity is revealed he ends up picking up his little like funny henchman bestie who was another intern but essentially he was there to like kind of like be an undercover intern and it blows up very quick like the secret is not drawn out i could have taken it's like five minutes yeah I could yeah, have I mean, taken that secret for longer. It was so good. It was so how the, funny. How is Bessie's like, uncross your legs, sit up. And then he's like, take your hand out of your pocket. Take those papers. Like, he's like trying to yeah. tell. You're wearing too nice of a suit. Yeah, you need to wear But you can't suit. dress nicer than the manager. It's so cute. I loved it. I loved that whole sequence. Yeah. And you know, like, a Moogie tell the nine tail with a lanyard. Like, you could just give me <laughs> that, like, underpaid intern who's actually very powerful trope. I mean, I could do it all day. See, this is the thing. I mean, I, I know we're going to get to this later, but I wish I wish the entire drama would have been that. Like, I, he would have parachuted in. He would have been this, like, secret intern for maybe most of the episode. It would have mm-hmm. been maybe, like, an undercover boss type of, like, scenario. Yeah, that's what I thought we were doing. I thought yeah, it was, Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. we were doing. And then all of a sudden, it's like, then they skip, like, 
seven years and I'm like, why did we have that? Like, I just didn't. That bummed me out. Yeah, I wasn't positive the need to have the seven year, like, you know, I guess to have her more established, but I didn't feel like that was necessary. Yeah, I guess I'm like, why didn't you start it that way? Yeah. Like, just start it where... You, and you could have even given, like, cool flashbacks of her as she, like, applied for the job. But, like, there was – I just don't think there was a need. I loved – seriously, when it started and he's this fake intern, I was like, wait a minute. This is fantastic. Oh, my God. Keep up the shtick where he's this, like, <laughs> undercover yeah, boss so, intern. Look, I know that people seem to not be universally loving this one. So if it ends up being just kind of, like, two siblings grappling for the – you know, inheritorship of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Eh. But we'll see. I don't know. Right now, it's still, it still was working for me by the end. But yeah, I really wish it was just still secret, you know, <laughs> secret oh lanyard wear. When he's Googling how to use the, like, how to use the copy maker. Yes. Again, comedy And he gold. sticks the whole, Why? the whole, like, stack of papers inside, like, <laughs> under the lid. Mm-hmm. I could have taken an entire episode of that. Yeah, I was hoping it was going to be an undercover boss type of thing. Instead, it was like his father making him learn the business from the ground up when apparently, like, I don't don't get how old is he supposed to be because then he goes away for seven years and comes back. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But, you know, um, whatever. He was still, he's still a good Chayball. Yeah, perfect Chayball. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Perfect. Like, Perfect. Whoever shape. casted him, that's probably why the drama is doing well. Because it's <laughs> 10 out of 10 Chable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 Chable. Would recommend. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then last uh, rapid fire question. Which drama so far has the best conflict between the leads? Which I think we all agree yeah. with this one. Yeah. Because there is no conflict. There is no conflict in King of Land. <laughs> Other than he caught her in his room on the toilet and she's an employee and there's no conflict. I mean, I think we're going to have like upstairs, downstairs, something. And we're also having the conflict. Like, yeah, I think there's going to be some, something hinting to the power dynamics seems to be. But I'm curious, like we still don't know for sure yet what the trope is going to be. Yeah. No. Right. That's the whole thing. So I mean, I don't it could know even be is. fake dating. It could even be fake dating. I mean, who knows? Yeah. But see, in my 19th life, I think it's pretty well established that, you know, there's like some, you know, this accident happened. You know, she's, you know, she has an interest again in Moon So Ha and the, the conflict of him learning who she is. Can she tell him? Can she not? Is very interesting. But even him being like so closed off, too, because he lost his mom, his father remarried and he lost his, you know, she she was very likely his first love, like childhood crush, right? And she like literally dies on top of him. She dies on top of him. I mean, if we're gonna talk about Chable trauma, yeah, uh, he way better is, than Rain. He is, yeah. Way- hey, we don't know. His parents could have died on top of him in the rain. <laughs> Business proposal. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, well, let's do our favorite part of every episode, which is our K-pop wreck of the week, because Megan, your your preferred group really does get to say they've done the Song of Summer. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. It's funny because we were like, what are we going to wreck this week? And I was like, oh my gosh, I still have not wrecked ATs's new song. And it's definitely the Song of Summer. So it's called Bouncy, and it is by ATs. It is a lot of fun. The music video is amazing. It's kind of like 
Western motorcycle assassins. I don't know. There's a goat. There are chili peppers. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun. And the song is a total earworm. Like, my daughter plays it uh, in her room on, like, you know, her little Alexa or whatever. And a lot of times she plays the same songs over and over again. And my husband doesn't, like, say anything. But he's like, what is that song? she's been playing and I'm like which one and I you know we both listened and it was bouncy and I was like oh that's the new AT song and he's like oh my god she's playing it non-stop and I was like yeah that's my girl um so yeah I just I highly recommend it you'll wanna you know do a little dancing a little butt wiggling so much fun so yeah check it out it's called bouncy by AT's yeah, I know Leah likes it too, so it's not just me. And, all right, well, let's talk a little bit just while, you know, we're in the in the pause here uh, to acknowledge that we have had a couple of changes coming through in our podcast world. So one is we are starting to actively solicit for uh, newsletter signups. And why is that? What are we going to be doing? We are going to be sending a newsletter. Uh, so far, our aim is monthly. It's free. It's fun. And it's basically bonus content in longer form that we can't really, uh, you know, put on social media just because, again, it's going to be way more wordy than Instagram likes. And um, just, yeah, extra bonus stuff from not only us, but the other podcasts that we work with, like Afternoona Army and Afternoon Asks. And we also, within our Patreon, um, let's just talk really quickly. 30 seconds or less, Amy. What is Patreon? Patreon is a social platform where you can sponsor us with dollars and get extra, extra stuff from us. You can interact with us on a daily basis. We have lots of fun posts on Patreon every day. And depending on what tier you're in, you may also get a bonus snack each month, which is a 15 to 20 minute episode just for Patreon, as well as a monthly Patreon live K-Drama support group where we basically hang out in Zoom and talk all things K-Drama that are going on with us at that month. And it really is just a great community. Um space for us and in addition i forgot we have even a new tier in our patreon which is for afternoon army where you can um, add afternoon army to your patreon experience and there's a whole other list of stuff going on with them which is a lot of fun so we would love to have you join us if you're not there already Woohoo! Woohoo! yes <laughs> All right, well, let's get back into chatting about the battle of the rom-coms. <laughs> Not that there's a winner and a loser. It's no. just a first episode. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we kind of alluded to it a little bit, but why don't we give our first impressions of these dramas, again, based on the first episode. So first up is See You in My 19th Life. What did we think about it? I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Like, all you had to do to sell me on this drama was say Faded Mates and Past Lives, and I'd be 100% in. And I didn't know what it was going into it. 
like I didn't look up like what it was about. I just started watching it and I, I loved that being revealed and it's revealed right away. So for me, that's like it gives that that tiny little pinch of fantasy. We've got faded mates, a big, big, big time emotional boo-booed hero who is too afraid to love because of all he's lost. Like, give it to me. Love it. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep watching it. So I liked it. It was smarter than I expected. So I knew nothing going into it. I had made a point to really look up nothing about either of these dramas. And I felt like from the beginning it was presenting itself like more thinky than I was expecting. And so I liked it because that was just kind of a surprise for me. I will say that the part that I was the most invested in was when um, the girl goes in to see her niece and is like the uncle. (laughs) And I don't know what it was, but I was just like, I really appreciated like their dynamic in that. Um, The romance stuff. Look, I like Ambohyun. I really trust him to pick interesting parts. So I think it'll get more interesting. I just wasn't that compelled by it. I don't really like kid stuff. Faded Mates is not my ultimate. It's a trope I don't hate, but I don't love it. So I'm more like, eh, we'll see. Yeah, I think one thing to point out is that as much as we all love Ambohyun, he has very limited presence in the first episode. So... If you're looking for a big dose of Anbohyun, you're going to have to go on past the first episode. What I will say is I also want to give a shout out to the cinematography. Like it feels expensive, high production values, and it feels like there's like an element of beauty, even from like the very first scene when she's in like the flowy dress Mm -hmm. in the backdrop and she kind of is introducing herself and you know you're going into some magical realism. But even just like the snapshots of past lives – you know, it's it's an expensive looking drama I, that feels. Cool. I was gonna say I've seen some trailers, like on Netflix, like as before I even started watching it, that are very reminiscent of the kind of stuff that you see in Everything Everywhere All at Once, where you see like different versions of her, like in a scene, like she, mm-hmm. like there was a scene where she was fighting someone, and it like it was present day, but then it switched to her like hundreds of years ago. And you could see like Mm -hmm. how she learned how to fight because of who she was hundreds of years ago. So it just kind of reminded me of that. And I liked it a lot. And it goes with what you're saying about the cinematography. I like it a lot. Um, so I will confess that I have been watching See You in My 19th Life live. So I did go back and I kind of rewatched episode one in order to like do this podcast episode. So I was basing kind of all my stuff, all my opinions up until this point, just on episode one. Um, but I, I am up to date on it. Like as, as we're speaking, I'm honestly really, really anticipating next week's episodes. Um, so clearly I was engaged enough in the first episode to want to keep watching it. And um, I liked the first episode. And so, I mean, I did. I would say my first impression was I liked it and I was eager to watch more. Um, but this is where I'll say it gets so it gets so much better. I mean, it is a truly. Oh, the the just the storylines are there's more coming that really deepens the conflict um, it really solidifies why the characters are making the choices they're making. There's a secondary romance brewing that I'm very excited about. This is not the first episode, Megan. You're not talking about the first episode. I know. You're trying to I sell th- the drama. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I just, I really do love it. So I'm sorry. I just feel like I do need to confess and be honest. But it's not but a I've fair battle. 
It's not a fair it's battle not. if you it's not for go me. into not. the rest of it. I know. I just want to say that. <laughs> I just feel like I have to say I just want to talk about it because I, I love it. I just want to say that I've done extra credit. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Let's pivot to King yeah. the Land. Yeah. So I liked it. I didn't love it. That's just kind of where I am right now. Like, I thought it was it was cheeky. It was funny. Um, I was not a huge fan of the seven or eight year time jump. It didn't make any sense to me. It made the pacing kind of off for me in a first episode to have that big time jump in episode one. Even though there is a time jump in See You in My 19th Life, that made sense because it was like children to adults. Whereas here we're like young adults to older adults. And I don't know, it just, <laughs> it felt, it felt off to me. Um, and yeah, I, I'm put off by the, by the, the poopiness. <laughs> put off put off by the poopiness yeah i mean i i was really like the opening um whole opening act of the him again that was amazing yeah like everything that i mentioned earlier if like that would have continued and that would have been the first episode i would have been so excited but um i yeah like there was a just a lull in like the first episode to have this time jump it was just a weird i agree it was weird pacing but I will keep watching. Well, I think we, we answer that later. So I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. I still, I would say I still liked it. I still, the humor in it was enough that I know I'm going to keep liking it. Does that make sense? So I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, I was expecting to not super care. And I found myself like, maybe it's just the mood I'm in. And I think that plays a part of it. But it felt easy breezy. And so, therefore, I was like, yeah. And honestly, here's a, I feel like it. it's giving me a little bit of touch your heart vibes in terms oh, of, like, fair. I feel as if it's going to be in that vein where, like, is it going to change my life? No. But will I may probably be entertained? Yeah. Yeah. And I love touch, touch your heart. I loved it so much. I agree. I think this will be – I do think this will be a great rom-com. I, I – I mean, I would still say that the first episode left me feeling like there's a lot of promise. Um, I haven't seen Yoon Ah before. I haven't seen K2. I haven't seen any of the other dramas. She's done, like, Big Mouth. I know she's in Girls' Generation. I know she's, like, considered to be, like, you know, the Suki from Singles Inferno of, like, Korea, essentially. Yeah, it seems like every her. one of their dog wants her. Yeah. Um, she's rumored to have a dating situation going with, you know, her hero – in the drama yeah Yeah. i like her a lot i found her very funny and cute and so therefore i'm like and i really like the um just having come off of because it was my first life and having the like the friend in there i was just like yeah i think i wasn't like oh my god this has changed my life but i was like oh i really enjoy this more than i thought i would and the slapstick humor in it did not hit me in like a scrubs level where I ran right, away screaming. I, I, when I watched it, I was like, I wonder if Leah will like this. I was like, I feel like it could go either way. I love how yeah, much like you it. shit on scrubs and you've never watched it. I have. I've watched like one episode. <laughs> this is what I mean. Like everything needs a few episodes to get going after a pilot, but we're not here to talk about scrubs. No, no, no. I've never watched the pilot. I'm sure I've never seen the pilot. I think I've just oh, seen Oh, just it, a like, random episode. TV. Okay. Ugh. Well, Zach Braff. No, sorry. What? Okay. I don't. We're not going to go there. Um, one thing I do want to say: Are you president of the Zach Braff? No, fan no, no, no. One thing I do. One thing I do want to say is: so this is meant to be a rom com. 
King the Land, and I have no idea what the conflict is in the romance. And that's what I think is missing for me in this first episode. I need more than just an upstairs, downstairs. Like, I, I need to know what the conflict is. Gonna- I'm not saying there's not going to be more. In the first episode, like, I was fine, though. I felt like, I mean, like, yes. Would it have been more successful if it had that potentially? But in the same vein, I felt like I've got the tone. I've got a sense of, like, where we're going with, like, the butter of, like... Obviously, it's going to be like, you know, it's a chayball fantasy. Like, we know where this is kind of going. And so it wasn't like I was just like, I didn't feel like I was like lost in the woods. Like, where are we going? I was kind of like, I don't know (laughs) the exact tropes that we're going to play into, but I felt like I knew enough to know. Look, I am a tough sell with slapstick. And if I was fine watching the diarrhea, like, (laughs) look, that's like, that's enough for me to be like, okay, something's working for me. And this like the chemistry, the lead. I like the heroine. This is working for me. Um, I will say the heroine reminded me a lot of of Chue A-Ra from Fight for My Way. She gave me major A-Ra vibes, and we got we know she is one of my favorite heroines of all time. Clean the butt sweat as she's got, like, the forced oh smile my gosh. cleaning the butt sweat. Oh, that was funny. My gosh. Yeah. Or when you see her just, like, sitting there, like, smile, smile. And then, like, the next scene is her at the bar where she's just, like, crusty. And I was like, That was a good it. transition. I like that. Is it weird, though, how I was like, who cares? It's just sweat? Is that just is that well, weird? I, I is it like, just clean? Or it. is it weird that I was like, you're just cleaning it with a towel and that's it? I was more thinking I was like, you well, need was the like, where's the spray? Yeah, I was like, where's the spray? Spray it and wipe it. Like I don't know. You don't just wipe it off with a t- dirty yeah. towel. I, I do think, think that, that cleaning the sweat is disgusting, and I think she should have had the spray. So I think you're both right. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, I, no, actually, I, I think you're wrong, Megan, because it is gross. I don't know. I'm just like, it's a cleaning job. You just, uh, you clean. Like, but she didn't, yeah, that wasn't like proper watching cleaning. Some, like, if she had the she spray, was terrible I would have felt better. Who taught her? I mean, I think we need to complain to King on what's their hygiene in the right. gym. I'm not working out we there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> not you don't know where, the, that butt sweat, yeah. Not with like that layers. grunting guy. Ugh. You sit down, your butt just like sticks to it. Ugh. Well, I guess, okay, so last is, yeah, what dramas are you, which, which ones will you keep watching? One, none, or both? <laughs> I think that I will definitely continue with See You in My 19th Life. I think I will wait for one of you to continue with King of the Land and report back. Oh, that's fair. So I feel like See You in My 19th Life is probably going to be really good. And I feel like I'm not sure if I feel like it right now. So I might give it a pause for Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks. I think that I want to – so I just – here's the thing is I just got socially and emotionally wrung out by watching Because This Is My First Life. It really – I loved it. And I think I want to pivot to – so I think King the Land would be good. And I want to pivot to something else different. Like I'm almost thinking of like even like numbers or something like that. Just like I feel like I'm going to bounce into something different. Yeah. Um, probably a little bit of like Ty BL or something. And then maybe I'll be ready to go back into um, 19th Life. Because it looked fun. It looked smart. It looked interesting. And I just like I know tonight I'm not going to be like running to start it. Whereas I think I would start King the Land, watch an episode and then be like, I'm ready for bed. I've stayed up till three the last two nights binge watching because this is my first life. So I want to like I don't want to have that level of investment at the moment. Yeah, I'm on the last two episodes of Because This Is My First Life, and so I understand. Um, I 
look, I've already been watching See You in My 19th Life live. Like, I, uh, the episodes come out on the weekend. So, like, Sunday night and a Monday, I've been watching uh, both new episodes. So, obviously, I will keep watching that. I totally get it, though, because you can, you can tell by watching it, okay, this is going to be the one that's, like, angsty. It's going to get me in my feels. And I do think you have to be in the mood for that. I think I'm going to also keep watching King of the Land, just at, like, a slower pace. Just if I, like... It feels like a little bit of a lower emotional investment, mm-hmm. which I say that in a positive way. Like, there's nothing... It's kind of the way Business Proposal was. Like, it was just a super fun watch with a really cool conflict. So I'm just hoping that is what King the Land will do um, as the episodes go on, but uh, we'll see. So, yeah. We'll keep you updated then, Amy, because I think yeah, we're both please do. But please do keep watching See My Next I'm going to. Amy, because... I think you'll love it. Although, right, as we record, there's six episodes out. But it's not killing me. Like, it was at the very beginning. Now I'm okay. I'm like, okay. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of fun to draw it out a little bit, you know? Before we close out, I wanted to do, just in the name of, like, funny branding and first impressions, share, because it is fun we do a Patreon share out. So I don't know if you saw my question for the Patreon today, either of you. No, I even checked Patreon, but I did not see. You must have So it, it was, if your life was a K-drama, what would it be called? Oh, geez. And so we have some fun ones in here. So I'm going to share a few because, you know, you can see what gave you a good first impression that you would pick up. So let's see. We have one that was called, <laughs> She Was Petty. <laughs> instead of She Was Pretty. <laughs> I am the most petty person on the planet. And it would star Ji Cheng Uk and me as me. <laughs> <laughs> um and then they said i Leah, i feel like yours would need to be called it's not incest to love yourself <laughs> which i forget that i said that. yes yeah um i want to share mine really quickly which was it's okay to not be okay with losing 2.5 hours of my life watching last indiana jones movie in the theater in the name of family time <gasps> oh my god did you really when i say oh <sighs> I have. I will never need to see another chase scene for the rest of my days. I was. For, I was in the seat going, "How do I force myself to sleep? Like, how do I will myself to power down? Because I hate this so much." Okay, Indiana Jones. The first like three movies, like the real Indiana Jones movies, were like a massive part of my childhood. Like they mean everything to me. I'm not watching these late. In- <laughs> no, the last I crusade the is the last skull. one that I saw. I saw the crystal skull one and I was like, I saw oh, it. I fucking God. saw it too. So my husband was like, I want to see a family movie. Have we ever seen a family movie? And I was thinking, I'm like, actually, I don't know. If you we should have, have seen really guardians seen. three. Oh, the rest of my family went and I was like, no, hell no. Oh, so Nobody made me. It was good. So Nick was. Eh. Spider verse across no. the spider verse. Also. No, they all went and saw that too. No. <laughs> Look, I don't you would have enjoyed. You would have enjoyed both of those. I would not, and I didn't enjoy this. No, so I would have I, enjoyed none of it. I feel but bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> this case, I was like, okay, just whatever. It's the whole family. We invited the neighbors, so the neighbor and their kids all like. There was like ten of us there. The dumbest shit I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, I'm... shame on shame on you, Lucas Films. <laughs> <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> I'm sure it was bad. Is Harrison Ford still in them? Yes. He's in this one? Yeah. They CGI him young to start, which is just unpleasant. (laughs) Then he goes to old. 
It's got Phoebe whatever from Fleabag, who I really enjoy. Yeah. Oh. Luckily, they don't try to stick a romance in there because then I would have just fucking no it quits. Yeah. Look, plot twist. If you don't want to hear any spoilers, step away now. We do do time travel back to the uh, War of Syracuse where they meet Archimedes. And like, okay, like, do you want me just to spoil really quickly? I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to say. I'm okay. not going to go watch so it. So Harrison Ford gets shot in the battle, like with an arrow in the Battle of Syracuse, like 2,000 years ago. And Archimedes comes out because of course he does to like come down and be like, hmm, I want to see these like people who flew the burning dragon of metal because they like flew in like a Nazi plane. Wait, through, like, I'm sorry. There's actual time travel. Yes. So we have Archimedes there and then harrison ford's like i just want to stay here like this is like you know his kid has died his wife has left him he's got like nothing good he's like i just want to live here in history and then phoebe Waller-Bridges or whatever punches him in the face knocks him out and brings him back to the future so he can wake up and like reconnect with his ex-wife and see some friends i'm like fucking leave him in history obviously <laughs> let him just like die of his wound and like look at some shit <laughs> on earth Ugh, i hated it yeah that sounds so stupid yeah i have no um, desire okay so let's get back to drama names fight for my yarn <laughs> i crochet but have cats that like to play with yarn also a husband who wants me to use up what i have before buying new yard and That's then amazing. when the weather is too hot with me trying to look good but just coming off as old and sweaty <laughs> <laughs> our beloved sofa That's <laughs> that would be mine um let's see 40 but 17 because i'm actually more pretending to know how the whole adulthood thing works oh um and then one more there's a whole bunch here so one more is just between siblings i'm home alone with my two kids for the next few days and this weekend and it's squabble skit it's the and this weekend and it's squabble city i just want them to go to sleep so i can get silence and k-drama time i i identify with a lot of these Mm-hmm. Do you have any, uh, before we close it out, just a hot potato, any, what would you name your, your current life right now if it was a K-drama? Uh, mine would be, it's okay to nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to eat a cliff bar after an hour and a half on a kayak. <laughs> I'm not able to come up with one off the cuff. It's okay. I, can't think. I just it's thought okay. about naps. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think. You know I'm what? To do if a you think name, I know. If you think of one, you could just put it in the Instagram comments when this episode goes live. So you have like a week to think of. Thank one. you. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Um. All right. And well, I think that. That's, no. That's, well, let's go forth and uh, check out these fun new dramas. Sounds like yeah. a plan. All right. Well, we'll keep you updated. Annyeong. 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 Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A-F-T-E-R-N-O-O-N-A-D-E-L-I-G-H-T dot com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. 
Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, annyeong!